Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile and what brings them joy. On this week's episode I'm talking to Michelle Lewis who runs her own running group, Step Forward with Lewis. She's a park run director in her local area and during lockdown and Covid she's been keeping her street entertained with her local dance party. She also has her own podcast called Running Tales so be sure to check that out as well. Over to the episode, enjoy! Um, so a big thank you and hello to Michelle. Hello, hello everyone. How are you doing? <laughs> All good. No, the weather has finally calmed down a bit, so it's not crazy hot anymore. Um, so where, where are you based, Michelle? I'm based in Northampton in the UK, which is in between exactly Birmingham and London. Uh, no, so have you, have you always been there? Is that your, where you're born no, and raised? No, I'm, I'm an original Milton Keynes girl, so milk ah. and cheese, as we know now. <laughs> roundabout city concrete cows um and anyone that says that every roundabout looks the same no if you live in milton <laughs> king they all have names they all do look different so <laughs> no, i've lived in northampton now since um 2007 and i love it oh nice so michelle for those who don't know who you are could you give us like a, a brief introduction to yourself and what you do Okay, well, I have my own running group, Step Forward with Lewis, where I um, encourage and motivate those who want to um, run, walk, wheelchair, um, just be that helping hand, that guidance um, to get them, you know, where they want to be, whether it's in distance or just to simply, um, you know, wheel round just generally to get fit and I've also like you I'm early in the podcast world I've been going a few weeks just before the lockdown nice. um, so I'm on about 27 episodes I've had about three bonuses so 24 weeks of um, going live and it just seems to be getting stronger and stronger the reason why I started running tells is as a runner and with the people that I come into contact, whether they're deaf or wheelchair or visually impaired, it's every, every story, every person has an inspiring story. And I just want to get them all out there, get the, as many as I can in the time I've got and just go to show there's no excuse. <laughs> so running obviously is a massive part of your life have you have you always been a runner or is it something that's come um, to you your life? I'm 45 this year I'm a 1975s baby so yes I mm. love cheesy 70s music and <laughs> um yes and uh I started running when I was 38 uh, okay. to be honest I, I'm classed as a late runner 
a fun runner and um, so I've only been going for about seven years myself and I've done 15 marathons none Whoa. this year I've had a bit of a break <laughs> yeah um, they've included not London because I never can get in um, but they've included Seville Barcelona Seattle last year Cyprus um, Edinburgh lo locals in Northampton Milton Keynes of course my hometown and um, Brighton uh, so yeah I've done quite a few um, so I'd say I've had a little bit of experience in the long distance but I've not done an ultra so I was hoping that that would be my next challenge hopefully 2021 will be that year so, so an ultra is that a, a half marathon followed by a full marathon or is it something no it's else? Um, anything over a marathon so, oh, okay. you know, so a marathon for those that don't know is 26.2 miles so anything over that generally is classed as an ultra so Christ. Yeah. I, I've done a few I've done like four or five half marathons now I always finish the finish line and I'm like no can't do anymore don't want to do anymore <laughs> I can't the idea of doing a full marathon for me is my mentally straining I'm like what on earth do you think about for that entire time you're running <laughs> Uh, that's true and my husband is the same as you he's only done two marathons he tends to one every 10 years um, <laughs> he has the same attitude he's like anything past three miles which like a park run five kilometers he's like why it's so boring you know <laughs> just spend all that time just running and nowhere to go but only where you started he doesn't get it but for many of us that do get it it's just a case of just having that freedom, especially during lockdown. Uh, you know, many, there's been many new runners, walkers, wheelchair racers since lockdown because of realizing it's free. You've got control. You, you know, you know um, your distance. You can explore new areas. You can put those trainers on and at the last minute decide, I'm not going to go this way. I'm going to go that way. Or while you're out, think, actually, I'm having a good run. I've got a bit more energy in me. I'll carry on going a little bit further. Or most cases, oh, no, I want to finish this up. I've, I've burnt enough <laughs> calories. I've got my steps quick. <laughs> Let's shoot back home and have a nice bath and, you know, soak those muscles and stuff. So, yeah, you know, running is not for everyone. But those of us that do do it, you know, it's, it's a good um, mental you know it's good mm. for mental health especially in these times and like me especially why I do so many marathons during a marathon I burn over 3,338 calories that means I can definitely have a big bar of whole nut at the end of that marathon <laughs> and for I the following weeks after <laughs> <laughs> so I like my food I'm not strict on diet I like my food and um, yeah I run so I can eat and enjoy my food so nice. <laughs> running for me is very much an escape it's just getting out of the house put my headphones in listen to music maybe listen to a podcast and then getting out there my running recently hasn't hasn't been the best i need to do some more and i've got a 10k soon coming up so i need to do some training very quickly um but yeah running uh, for me I, I started when i was at uni i, I hated pe at, at school i hated cross country i hated all sorts but it was like near when i was about to finish university where i was crashing at a friend's place in their living room so they were they'd be there in the day and like don't really have a space of my own so i just picked up the worst pair of trainers in the world but oh, i'm gonna go for a run and then my dad's a massive runner he's a um, former army and does triathlons and marathons and such so like 
that's kind of given us something to that kind of bond over a bit like oh yeah i ran this by today how did you run today so i can i can totally understand how it's a positive thing especially for your mental health especially during covid now i know you you run both are you do you correct me if i'm wrong but do you lead your park run group I'm uh, one of the run directors. There's eight run of us. Directors. We're quite a big core team at Northampton. And um, yes, we, there's eight of us. We take it in turns. So every eight weeks, I'll be a run director. And at our Northampton Park Run, before the lockdown, we was averaging 500. Um, being, le- being leap year this year, we did decide to well with great um demand on facebook we want the course to be the opposite way around and so we did just for one off you know one off and um we had 708 park runners it's like whoa but we managed it and it was chucking down with rain but everyone was happy that they just wanted to do the course that Mm. for once in a lifetime the other way around so um yeah it's just you know, runners are strange, but we're great. Hmm. We are. We're, we're, <laughs> we're certainly strange people. <laughs> and for those who don't know, Park Run is a, a weekend run, five k, three miles. It's every Saturday. Well, it was due pre-lockdown, and hopefully, you know, the um, in in time. You know, we've got to be very serious here about you know COVID and everything. Um, it will start again, but being realistic this year, I'll be surprised. But uh, yeah, it's a free timed 5k every Saturday morning. We have over 1500 in the UK alone. Like I said, I was in Seattle last year. I went and did, I was the first park runner globally to do all three over there. Um, It is a thing. It is a thing. It's a tour, you know, park run tourists that go off i think i've done about 33 different park runs even bushy the home of park run where they have over 2000 park runners on a saturday so that's one of the reasons if park run comes back in the uk bushy would have to manage it bushy has the biggest number so far you know it's the home of park run so if if bushy can't you know take it's not fair to have all the other park runs or those mm-hmm. that are not in lockdown because park run is such a big a part um of um well the running community and it's not just runners there's walkers like i said to you and wheelchair racers that do take part um the yeah i i do i am concerned about especially in northampton park run the mental health damage with park run not mm-hmm. being in in place at the moment um so it'll be interesting when it does go up how mental health lifts because i imagine it's it's one thing going off and doing a, a run by yourself but I, I guess a big part of park run is the community everyone getting together not really caring about your time too much really it's not it's not a competitive thing is it park run it's more no it's not it's the only competitiveness is you it's Mm. it's your pace it's you so if if you um like myself at the moment i'm injured and what park run is doing as well as a substitute at the moment is not park run so between monday and sunday you can record your best time in that week of 5k and it comes under your not park run in your profile Uh, so it's up to you to register it 
but in some ways you know you you still feel part of the community because you'll see your time against and I'm mainly running and walking which is otherwise called jeffing and yes that is a real word <laughs> I've jeffing, never heard that term. Running, walking. yes yeah <laughs> jeffing and that is true and um I I'm doing that at the moment because I'm injured I've had um the muscle going across my butt cheek called the piriformis syndrome is what I've got um, oh. just not stretching enough when I was doing my long runs and yeah suffering a bit it's a long-term injury but strength training I'll get there but I've been using not park run and it's helped me to make sure you know that I've got that drive to do 5k or to get back fitness Mm -hmm. myself personally you know so it's not as big as park run itself at the moment but um, I can see it getting bigger if park run doesn't take off come autumn winter mm. you know, so. but I, anyone so, that doesn't know about it go on your profile and there's a not park run section and you've got between Monday and Sunday to record the best of your time of 5K because you might be mad and think, oh, no, I want to do 5K every day or every other day or twice yeah, a week. No. But whatever <laughs> your best time is, you can record it. And, uh, yeah, you can, you, you know, it's, it's good mentally, I think, as well, just to have that record. Nice. So what, what, what made you think, oh, I'm going to pick up a pair of trainers today and I'm going to go for a run? How do you get started in the new... Um, I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a podcast on myself. I haven't yet. Oh, okay. I'm waiting till I reach a milestone, but just to give you a, an idea, I went through a dark place um, in a sense that um, I felt like I didn't have an identity when I found out I couldn't have children. And then I was having bad results because I did go down the fertility way um, treatment and that made me worse to the extent where I had my womb removed and um, visiting my friend in Seville who's on one of my podcasts he's a race walker who's um, aiming for the Tokyo Olympics Leo we were Amazing. just chatting with our husbands and um, Leo's like said to me well what do you want to do you know you, you know, this your world's out there. What do you want to do? You know, and I don't know. It just came out. I said, I want to run a marathon. Like at 38, why would I come out and say that? You know, I want to go and see the world or whatever. But it's like, I want to do a marathon. And he was like, why? And I thought about it. And I was like, well, when I was younger, especially when I was about nine, 10, my dad was a marathon runner. Like he would run a marathon in like three hours, 15. So um, definitely in the eighties, when the marathon started, like my dad did the second, third and fourth London marathons. And um, I just remember waiting for him and getting his goodie bag. And just then the marathon wasn't as big as it is now, you know, in the London Marathon now, you have up to 40,000 participating. The crowds are just like a royal wedding. It's just mental. Mm. Um, and I just, even back then, I just loved the buzz. And when the Olympics was on, the American Olympics at the time in the 80s, my dad would let me stay up with him to watch the elite I've got this thing about elite runners on long distance I don't know why I just I love like especially if I, they're on telly I'm glued to like Ellie and Kip 
Chong and all the Kenyans or anyone like Mo Farah and I'm like trying to catch them out you know that step <sighs> like how can you run so fast and with a wide stride for so long and even now you know I'm in my 40s I still have that curiosity and um, yeah it's just it's amazing how some things from your childhood come out in your adult you know and mm. now look at me I'm leading my own running group I've run 15 marathons myself numerous half marathons 5ks I'm heavily in part involved with park run I love the volunteering I've volunteered more than I've actually run park run and um, yeah during the lockdown recently I am one of the um, casualties of redundancy due to COVID uh. and after 29 years of working behind a desk with a computer lockdown has made me realize and with this big like whoa I'm now what do I do I want to help more people and my strength is running and also motivating people and as I sent you links of my media coverage during lockdown yes. I also have fun with dancing <laughs> so yeah <laughs> So Michelle oh. earlier in the week sent me links to um, various news, of course, where it's, she's one, one of the inspiring motivators taking to the streets and having Saturday fever night dance offs in the streets, uh, wearing all sorts of crazy costumes. How's that gone down in the streets? It seems like a really positive, happy vibe about it. Um, the neighbours are a bit upset with me at the moment because I've oh, stopped no. doing it for oh, right. a while. <laughs> to be honest, I did it. I did it. Someone stuck a post up at the beginning of lockdown and said one Sunday, um, and it was a national thing. It was just a mm. random post on Facebook to go out on your front doorstep and dance to steps. Now, oh my God, the only time you'll get me dancing to steps is in a cheesy nightclub and, you know, a, a few drinks. But <laughs> I said to me, at this time, I just said to my husband, let's just do it. Let's just, you know, and he's like, no, Michelle. And I'm like, well, I'm going to do it. And I did, and I got a little speaker. It's not loud. I put it out there. And I did, other neighbours were out as well. And they started dancing to it. So that was it. We did our dance, like you did for the clap for the NHS on a Thursday. Went in. Yeah. And then the following Sunday in the afternoon, I said to my husband, ah, oh, because Boris as well had just gone into hospital with COVID. So there was this oh, yeah. big thing all around the internet of Hugh Grant love actually you know the song um mm -hmm. jump and so um the following sunday i said to my husband oh can i borrow your work suit because we're the same build and size <laughs> right? I said, can i borrow your work suit he says why i said no no but just watch can i you know he's going yeah okay like this so got his suit on his white shirt got a tie on he goes what the hell do you look like so as long as I look like Hugh Grant, I'm all right. And he went, oh, no, you're not going out in the street, are you? And what, just to explain to those, my house is like, it's an Edwardian house. So I have like a two steps to get to the front garden, then to the doorstep. So I've got a bit of a platform to the main street. And I'm on a high street in a, like a village. And so there's nothing really but a long path opposite my house. Now, during lockdown, it's perfect because traffic was non-existent. Yeah. So my front garden was a good platform for everyone to see me, see my house, whatever. So that Sunday I go out and uh, I put a chair out there uh, to like put the jacket. And then I said, Craig, put the music on, but you've got to video it like this. 
So it's like, okay, Michelle. So uh, <laughs> at this point, after 14, nearly 14 years of marriage, he knows that well, I'm, I'm up to something. So he goes, all right then. So um, he starts putting the music on. Suddenly the neighbours start coming out. Now, I don't have nosy neighbours. It just happens, you know, if you've got sunny, hot weather, they're all out in the gardens. Yeah. Okay, there's music going on. What's going on? Let's go out the front. And I did the Hugh Grant scene, you know, where he's standing against the window and like that. And I did it, just the one song. And like all the neighbours came out and they all started dancing. But my husband just videoed me at this point and um, we, he did do a scan over, overall. And um, we put it on social media and it got nearly 7,000 hits. So it was like, oh my God. And it was... It wasn't so much the hits, it was the comments from friends and family, not just locally from abroad, that were saying, oh, Michelle, we really needed this, we've been really down. And I, f I knew then that I was making people happy. I was, you know, highlighting, you know, giving positive emotions and stuff. So I said to Craig, I think we've got to do this every Sunday, but I've got to dress up and being... I'm known at Northampton Park Run as the wackiest run director. Now, I know that might be hard to believe, listeners, but I am. Because I like, when I'm run director, I like themes and I like to dress up. So in my loft, I have got a lot of fancy dress gear. So as what, what I was also doing on lockdown, at the same time as this starting this street dance, on a Saturday morning, because Park Run wasn't happening, and because of my own little running group and Park Runners themselves that follow my Step Forward Lewis page, I was dressing up in fancy dress and running around every street on my estate. So I've been a, riding a unicorn, I've been a T-Rex, I've been Anna from Frozen, I've been Where's Wally with my husband, I've been uh. so many, and it was on a Saturday morning, like seeing all the kids and adults that would come out every Saturday morning. So of course, when the village uh, estate started realizing, okay, Michelle does this on Saturday, she does this as well, something different on a Sunday, dressing up as something completely different. So I started doing 70s theme with the big Afro wig, the silver shirt, you know, hairy chest, the tap. <laughs> and then I did the 80s theme, then the 90s, I dressed as Jerry Hallowell. But I didn't just dress myself up, I dressed the front of my house up. So I went all out. So it became seven o'clock on a Sunday night. A, you know a show outside my house and being honest with you just seeing knowing every Sunday morning the and Saturday morning by doing what I was just by using what I had in the loft fancy dress bringing smiles and people laughing and especially on the Sunday you know having a boogie and a dance that to be honest with you it started off with just one song Hugh Grant it ended up being like a 45 minute like thing you know with new several tracks and requests huh? um, by the end of it but I did stop when they started saying you could see more than six people uh, I, it just felt right yeah. you know and if they do the lockdown again then I'll start again but every now and then I get the odd neighbor going we've got to do one-off, Michelle, got to do one-off. <laughs> so I've got, 
you know, I've got a few surprises, but, you know, it won't be heavily announced. Oh, exciting. (laughs) Well, it sounds like the right kind of thing people needed in that moment. I think if you, I think you've maybe stopped at the right time, because if you do it all the time, it becomes less of a special thing. So I think that's lovely to hear. I don't think if I did that for my neighbours, I'm not sure I'd have the same reaction. I'd probably get a few, (laughs) what is he doing? Looks. But it's nice that you live in an area where you're all quite supportive of of each other. You'll be surprised, though, because, you know, I think, especially during lockdown itself, people were looking for fun. They were looking for laughter. It was getting too serious. I noticed with my own um, runners and friends and family that that mentally they were going right downhill because, because you were reading the news all the time and it was like well, can we do this? Can we do that? And the whole world was around COVID. And it was just like, no, there's more to us than COVID. We're stronger than this, you know? And I do strongly advise anyone, if this situation ever happens again, if you have the personality that can lift people's spirits just naturally in your day, you know, natural, you know, normal day, then please use that um you know at times like this because it doesn't it helps you but you don't realize how many people even those that don't speak to you it lifts them up and it makes them feel stronger inside so don't be selfish be as nuts as you want (laughs) that's what i say (laughs) now as well as parkrun i know you you have your own um running group um step forward with Leslie. Lewis. Um, sorry, uh, Lewis. Leslie? Who's Leslie? Who's Leslie? <laughs> competition. Sorry, step forward, Lewis. Um, what, 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 what exactly is that? Well, that is what happened. A park runner um, had lost um, five stone in weight and was mainly, um, she was quite a large lady, and she is the very first podcast I did, Catherine, who talks about her weight experience. Mm-hmm. And um, she said to me, Michelle, I really want to one day be able to run the whole of the park run. And she has various health issues as well, which was preventing her, but the weight was a major factor. And um, I said, Well, if you're serious, I'll set up um, a fartlet group. Now, for those that don't know, fartlet is a, a Swedish word for speed play. So you might know it's intervals, um, fast, slow, fast, slow. And um, I said, I'll open it up in case other park runners or runners fancy it and go from there. And that was over two years ago in June. And I've just got bigger. And before lockdown, I was becoming quite diverse so I have like three deaf runners you know I have a wheelchair racer that comes all the way over from Corby just to attend my sessions and also during the lockdown um, because we didn't have this you know face to face um, I set up virtual quizzes I did also I did start off with Friday nights dancing you know in our fun rooms but I kept that connection going because that is you ask people why do they run it'll also one of the other reasons would be the socializing Mm -hmm. and especially um a few of them had said to me they've been on their own they've not seen anyone they had to stay in because of the 12 week you know they were high risk so um yeah so i've continued doing that 
even um, though, you know, it has eased a lot, but we are back up. Um, so we started off only six people allowed to, uh, five people allowed to attend the session. I was the sixth person. It has, English Athletics have um, hired the number now. Um, I am a qualified leader, by the way, in English Athletics, hence why I've, I do this. And uh, yeah, it's just, like I say, Catherine came to that first session and a few others, and it's just grown from there, really. And just knowing that I can help so many people, and like I said before, have that personality that comes natural to just be that helping hand. And just see people grow and their confidence, like Catherine, she went on to lose another three and a half stone. She lost eight oh. and a half stone in total and became the Get Active winner, um, not just of Northampton, but of the county. So to see Blimey. results like that, you know, it's just absolutely amazing. And if, you know, I can be that helping hand just to say, you can do it, girl or guy, you know, whatever, then you know that's i feel that's what i'm put on this planet for give you all a uh, kick nice. <laughs> i was going to say it sounds like you've put a lot of work into all of these activities you do but i was going to say what do you get out of it but it sounds like you do get yourself a lot out of it just from being so positive everyone i imagine that feeds you a lot spiritually yeah, and mentally and it does it does i am a, i have that personality that if i'm around a load of negative people I do mm. feed off it and I can go very down. Um, so I know the tools, what to do to, you know, be positive. And naturally, if I see the results of my, you know, people around me that I'm helping, of course, that makes me go too excitable and then end up dressing up and doing mad things <laughs> like dancing in the street, you know, so. <laughs> oh, you're the perfect guest for this, this podcast. You are truly a, a champion of happy. Um, so I know you have your own podcast, Running Tales. I know we mentioned a little bit before, but um, how did you get into that? What, what made you pick up the microphone and say, I'm going to start a podcast? As you most probably guessed, um, I'm all about other people. So, um, you know, especially, like I said, with the example with Catherine, Carol in the wheelchair, got Claire, who's um, deaf. I've got Peter, um, who started in his 50s to start running. He, three years ago, he was doing park run. Now he's done over 12 half marathons. Whoa. These, you know, there's so many people out there, unless you're famous or on the big stage, you don't you hear you don't hear the stories of everyday folk and seeing so many of those around me i'm i'm like these stories have to get out there because you know like you you you're a occasional runner but if you hear my podcast and hear what got, makes these people do what they do get in their wheelchair get their trainers on you know it might inspire you to think, hey, yeah, I've got no excuses. Why can't I just, you know, go for a little jog, walk, wheel, you know? And it's lovely. Um, only last week I had someone in Milton Keynes, just down the road, say, uh, who listened to my Michael, who was the winner of Milton Keynes Marathon last year. And Gosh. after that, you have to listen to a past podcast, but... He hasn't run 
since, especially long distance, because of heart problems. But I'll let you listen to that a bit more. But even when I was talking to him, I was like, whoa. And um, this Fiona in Milton Keynes had listened to the podcast, got in contact with me and said, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, uh, get some tips of Michael. And I thought, well, if I hadn't done my podcast, that wouldn't have happened. And it's just, and I get great feedback on Twitter and Facebook messages saying, you know, I love the inspirational stories about everyday people, you know, and it, it keeps me going. But even last night I had one, a complete, and like, especially complete strangers, I don't know. When I see them, and you most probably when it happens to you or has happened when you get complete strangers suddenly yeah i've heard your podcast and they share yeah. it because and it's like wow i touched that person how many more can i touch but for me just that one person i wouldn't have done if i hadn't done the podcast it's just it's a nice feeling inside mm. No, it is nice when it's great when family and friends listen to your podcast and they're supportive and that's lovely but when you get someone who you don't know listens to it it's like oh I did something. This is nice. Yeah, you do get that yeah. feeling. I totally understand that completely. So running aside, is does, does running take up, is that your main hobby or do you have any other, have you picked up anything new during COVID times or has it been mostly the... Sign language, being honest. Oh. Sign language. Um, I have asked one of the deaf to teach me. So we've had a bit of fun on WhatsApp with videos and then when she started going over to Facebook Messenger with the videos, I was like, no, no, let's just stick with WhatsApp because you're all over the place, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so I've started doing that. And I'll tell you something I've done. I've picked up an old habit, that a hobby or past experience that I haven't done. Got an LP player. I love playing my vinyls. Oh, wow. Okay. What kind of music are you into? Um, like I said to you before, cheesy music, but um, I have just got, um, I went um, LP shopping with my dad the other day because my dad unfortunately has had a heart issue recently. Oh. So that was a, not a nice experience with the COVID with the hospitals, but he's doing all right. He's doing all right. Um, I got, he's got an LP player. So we sort of like went and got some LPs and he bought me Queen, the greatest hits. I was well happy because I got Bohemian Rhapsody now on LP Ooh. on vinyl. Um, I like Killers. Mr. Brightside is one of my favorite songs. That is my karaoke um, song. I am, my... as I said, I am <laughs> cheesy. I do like Bee Gees. I love 70s disco. You can ask all my friends, you know. Um, so anything like that. Um, I love Erasure. I, and I did see them with my mum and dad. I've got young parents. Um, so we were very big at Erasure at the time. Uh, nice. UB40. And then, yeah, I've got Bobby Brown. Five star. Michael Jackson. Um, I was gutted that when I went through my albums, I lost Bros. I was like, where's my Bros album? You know, I, I can't Bross find are, it. Oh, what's that? What do they sing? Matt and don't, Luke. Don't when will it. I be famous? No, no when? <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> You're showing your age. Oh, I'm right, trying to think. I'm all, I'm all different types, you know, Bob Marley. I just love anything with a real tune that you can sing along to. And um, yeah. Do you tend to, do you run to music or do you tend to run without anything in? When I started, yes, I did have the headphones on. Now, I, I couldn't. I love the feeling of 
just being outside listening to nature also from a safety point of view um, there's more traffic on the roads especially if you're you know you are crossing and mm. um, you cannot count on someone else for your own safety you have to fully be aware so from my own personal choice um i'd like to be 100 percent safe and responsible for myself so i won't have headphones on no and i cool. do try and encourage it but it's a person's choice yeah. i've got ones where they go around the ear so you can still kind you can still hear what's around you but you can still hear the music but it's not as loud yeah. as what the headphones would be but i can totally appreciate that um my mum especially she's like make sure you're, you're not wearing your headphones you're wearing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's just a safety i've, I've seen too many in near misses with myself um mm. even when i haven't had headphones with cyclists other pedestrians with dogs um you know and cars and vans you just it, yeah if you just want to be 100 percent responsible for yourself i personally would not but like I said, it's each to their own. What gets you through and what clears your mind and helps mm. you escape from the real world. I'm curious. Do you have an idea how many medals you have gained over all your, your races and runs? Do you know what? That was one of my lockdown um, lists that I was going to actually write. I don't know how many half marathons I've done. So at this present time, I couldn't tell you. I can only say 15 medals and I'll send you a photo of them. I'll send you a photo of my medals, but I've got like a load in a box with my numbers and a, a load on the wall. I'll send you nice. some pictures and you, Please you do. can see on I'm your just... social media. I've just put mine on a hanger. I don't know what to do with them. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, it's fun though, yeah, yeah, it's it fun is... though to compare medals. I'm like, oh, this one's a nice medal. This, this is an okay medal. <laughs> Sometimes it I will is... enter a race because the medal is nice. You say that, and a lot of people do. And my mum started running last year. She's 63 this week. Happy birthday, mum. She, um, she started mum started running last year and um she's doing the virtuals during the lockdown and it's so funny because she just reminds me of myself at the start of my running like oh, i want this medal it looks so good and your dad's got so many and you know i want to at least fill out my medal holder and dad bless dad bless him did get her a medal holder saying she can do it and uh -huh. i was like oh that's so sweet but it is good if you have got support around you as well with you mm. know what you do but you no, do my, have my partner, to run for yourself yeah my partner doesn't run but, but he he bless him he's been at the finish line for every run i've done since we've been together there was one day particular i think it was the day after eurovision so we'd gone to a big party we had a lot of drink well he had a lot to drink i had a little bit of drink because i knew i had a race the next day yeah uh, woke up i went to the run he was still comatized in bed um, who doesn't mind me telling this? Uh, and then, but, but bless him Don't though. Don't worry, Sun my husband's I've had the same story. <laughs> <laughs> Sunglasses on though, bless him. He was there, coffee in hand, at the finish line. So you're right, the, 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 the being somewhere to support you is, means everything. Were there any runs that you were planning to do this year that got cancelled, or any races rather, that you were planning yes. to do this year that got cancelled? Yes, the biggest marathon in the world, New York, with my dad. We were oh. both 
we were both but we think it was meant to be because like my dad obviously ended up having he's got two block valves he's waiting to have his heart shocked at the moment in a couple of weeks time and with me being injured the two of us have both said actually yes it's yeah. cancelled because it's not <laughs> us you know that's cancelled it. it's new york but um you know dad i can't see doing a marathon you know obviously health reasons but and he has done New York. He did it two years ago, but he really wanted to do, he had such a great experience. He wanted to do it with me. And um, so, yeah, we, we were planning to do it this year. It's a memory we're not going to have, but um, I'm sure we'll have many short runs yeah, and stuff exactly. together, you know. But yeah, so never know next year. Um, I, um, I, big supporter of big bear events that's in the UK they do it's a lapse um, event and they tend to go in forests so if you're going to do a marathon it's how much you can do in six hours and it tends to be a loop and um, if anyone that hasn't done this um, whether it's with big bear events or any other event that does forest marathons please just give it one try because um, there's nothing is it, that beats running in nature and the forest changes throughout the day. The smells, the sounds, the, just the feeling. It's, it's one of my favorite experiences of running. And I oh, never nice. thought I'd like trail running because I'm a road runner. Yeah, but, it's very um, different, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard work. Yeah. Um, yeah, so beachy head. Don't do it, anyone. Don't do it. It's the hardest <laughs> marathon I've ever done last year. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, nice. So yeah. So if I could wear a magic wand and COVID was gone and it was we're all back to normal, and what, what are you looking forward to the most when it's all, I, mean, I imagine it's a race or running at some point, but like, what else are you looking forward to when this is all over? Everyone knows I'm a big park run fan, so I'm looking forward to that first park run when we're all together, and um, especially when I'm run director, it's going to be mental. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's not just that, we have tea and cake at the nearest cafe at the Good Loaf in Northampton afterwards, so it, it's just, you know, the socialising, the buzz. Um, and it's also just freely being with my friends and family and not having this restriction. It's, you know, it just takes its toll on people. Mm. Um, you know, even people, friends and that, that are with you, there's that guilt that they're with you because it's like, oh, should I be with you because I've yeah. got to protect my family? It'd be just nice not to have that barrier and just mm, no. feel free again. You totally. know, just feel free again. Now, Michelle, we are. Thank you again for being on the podcast. We are coming to the end. Um, just before we leave, what would you like to plug? How can people find you? Okay, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and um, anywhere really. Instagram, YouTube, as Step Forward with Lewis, but also on. Um, where am I? On Facebook, I have got Running Tales as a separate page, but it does come under Step Forward Lewis. Please, you don't have to be a runner or a walker or a race, uh, a wheelchair racer to listen to running tales. You know, these stories are just what, where people get their strength from, from with inside. It's them that gets that strength. So, you know, especially at this moment, if you need inspiration, just pick one of these 
um, podcasts and have a listen and, you know, enjoy. <laughs> Oh, well, fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm, terrible at, I'm terrible at intros and I'm terrible at No, outros. what you was trying to do, you was trying to end with a smile because this is a happy <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, thank you again for, uh, for joining me on this. Um, thank you. Thank uh, you for, for having me. Telling all your tales. Um, make sure you go and subscribe and listen to Michelle's podcast, Running Tales, and find her on all social media platforms. And uh, yeah, we'll call it a day, but thank you very much. And uh, we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. No <laughs>